Are you ready to get unapologetically loud about your brand? Are you ready to stop playing small and grow your business to be everything that you've ever desired? Then you're in the right place. My name is Stephanie Rollins, and I'm a digital marketing strategist and marketing coach who's ready to help you implement easy, proven marketing strategies to grow your business. We'll dive into strategies for email marketing, lead generation, social media, productivity, and we'll even have candid conversations about the craziness behind being a business owner. Welcome to the Simple Sexy Marketing Podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the Simple Sexy Marketing Podcast. I have an amazing guest today, um, somebody who I have just really adored for the past few years. We've worked together in a few different capacities, um, and her skill set is just amazing. So today I have Imari Grace with me, and she is a digital marketing strategist who's passionate about helping others build successful brands without breaking the bank. Her goal is to build a community where women-led entrepreneurs can collaborate, learn, and thrive. Imari, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited about this podcast. Like, yes. I don't, I can't put it into words. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I know that it's going to blow up. So I'm just, I'm glad to be in the number. Okay. I'm oh. honored. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I appreciate that. So I I do want to say this for everybody listening. So before when we were warming up, I had mentioned to you, oh, yeah, say it's going to be the number one show. I really didn't think you was going to say anything like that. But thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm so happy to have you on. You know, we've been working together for like three and a half years now in like multiple ways. And I have truly seen you blossom as a digital marketing strategist. So I'm so excited to have you on the show because today we're going to be talking about how you built your community and you even recently had a launch and you made four figures off of organic marketing alone. So I'm super excited to have you just come on and share some of those strategies with the listeners. Absolutely. Yeah. So before we get into it, I don't want to surprise you, but you're my first guest that I'm giving a random question to before we kick off the conversation. Uh oh. So, okay. <laughs> it's nothing crazy, but I thought it'd be kind of fun to just kind of, you know, mix it up a little bit. So I would like to know who was your celebrity crush as a kid? As a kid, okay. Um, I cannot, I'm bad with the celebrity names, but what does he look like? Do you like remember that show? It? it was like 30 Rock, 30 Rock. Tracy Morgan. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I would not have guessed that. Wow. See, I thought you were going to say someone along the lines of like, um, like the B2K-ish kind of era, because remember when we were so mad, we didn't get to go to the Millennium Tour when they came here to Atlanta? We were so okay, mad so about that. I had a crush on them too, and I had their posters on my wall. Like so all I. over the place. So. so did I. I think my locker was like plastered in B2K when they were out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, Tracy Morgan, I wasn't expecting that. But okay, cool, cool. Thank you for participating in that. No now, problem. let's go ahead. I know our listeners want to get to the kind of like the meat of the conversation. So first, tell us a little bit about your brands. Tell us about your Facebook group and how you got started with it. 
Okay, so my brand is Boss Branding on a Budget. This is my baby, my passion project. I'm just so proud of it. And um, I launched it during a really strange time. So <laughs> everything was happening. Like all the crazy things that could happen in the world were happening when I launched this brand. So I just feel like it was destined for me to launch this because I don't know if I told you, but I fell in love with marketing back in high school. I had a crazy <laughs> marketing teacher. He was just passionate and he was just loud. And the way he wrote down case studies, I just fell in love with it then. So I just decided to go ahead and move into marketing as my degree, my major in college. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I did get my bachelor degree in marketing and it took about 10 years, 10 years for me to actually land a job in my field. Mm -hmm. But that didn't stop me. I before I landed that job, I, you know, took the initiative and I started my own business because I didn't want to sit and wait for the opportunity to come to me. Mm -hmm. So I did start my blog. Fast forward, before the blog, I started my makeup business. We're not going to talk too much about that, but I did do makeup mm -hmm. and it was really successful. I was able to um, pay for my books for school, some of my tuition out of pocket because um, basically my marketing back then was word of mouth. That was before yeah. all this social media and everything. So right. um, I connected with people from my hometown and I got a contract with a dance studio of over 300 beautiful brown little girls mm. <laughs> and I did their makeup. So yeah, all that was organic. So I basically, you know, self-taught myself how to build a brand prior to social media. Yeah. All right. And then let me see. I pivoted. I pivoted from blogging. So I did blogging from 2016 to 2018-ish. Mm, and in 2020, after all the craziness, I decided to launch Boss Branding on a Budget. So basically, I just took all the tools from all the knowledge that I learned from those businesses and from my, you know, job and meshed it into boss branding on a budget. And basically with that, I'm just educating small business owners how to build their brand without spending all their coins. Mm -hmm. That's the main thing. So that's my main focus. And I do that with my membership, the Facebook group and one-on-one -on -one consulting. Awesome. Awesome. So I totally forgot that you were a makeup artist. I don't know if you know this, but I used to be a makeup artist too. I just wasn't that good. I could do my own makeup, but I couldn't do anybody else's makeup that well. But I was still like a makeup artist. It was a weird time. I had, I had those little girls looking so cute with their little red <laughs> lipstick and blush. I know they did. I know they did. That's awesome. And that's such I'm a large, saying. like, I feel like as a small business owner, if you were like first like starting all of that that's such a large group to to undertake but lots mm -hmm. of lessons that you can learn from it even in a service-based business you can you know take those lessons and apply it to product base and so on and so forth but lots of entrepreneurial lessons that you can learn from that for sure absolutely all right so tell us a little bit you mentioned your facebook group you mentioned your membership share with us a little bit about how you actually built your community because you have a really engaged facebook group and, you know, contrary to popular belief, you don't have to have 
hundreds of thousands of group members in your group for it to be super engaged or profitable. And um, so, yeah, just share a little bit with us about like how you built the community and how your members like stay so engaged. How, how do you keep them so engaged? Okay. So my community was built off of organic traffic and I just recently kind of tapped into the Facebook ads and Instagram ads for growth, but mostly the growth has been from organic traffic. So I'm very consistent and I'm very present with my social media. And I think that's a big element for growing your community. And I just love connecting and building those genuine relationships with my audience. Um, So I get down in the comments, I interact with them. I have conversations about anything they want to talk about. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times I feel like they're my friends, like in my head, they're my friends, like they're my sisters. So um, I love collaborating. I collaborate with a lot of the people that are right inside my group because they're all business owners too. So I think that collaboration is really good to expand your brand awareness. And in turn, it helps to build your audience because you never know, you never know who's watching or who might be interested in what you have to offer. So So I say, don't hesitate. Don't hesitate to reach out to others and making those connections because you just never know where it could take you. I think in addition to that, like not only do you not know who's watching, but you don't know who is connected to who. So I feel That's like true. in so many different ways, like we're all connected to the people that we actually want to be in direct communication with, but we, we, we may not mm-hmm. have the existing communications. And a lot of times we don't have the existing communications because we're just not putting ourselves out there enough. So no, I exactly. absolutely love that. I think when I, whenever I'm in your group, that's exactly the vibe that I get, that it's your sisters, it's your friends. Like you guys are having a good time. You're super authentic. And, and I think that's a big part as to why you're so successful with your community. So when you are building your community, what would you say, like, besides the organic traffic, maybe let's get a little bit more granular and tell us a little bit about what some of your favorite networking strategies are. Like, do you, are you asking people questions? I know a lot of people do DMs. Um, Like what, what exactly are you doing to just kind of network with different people? So again, that collaboration element, I would say that's my favorite networking strategy. I love to reach out to other small business owners and invite them to my platform. Um, A lot of the times you'll see me host discussions. I do summits or a panel where I'm allowing everybody to share their expertise. And again, um, like I mentioned before, when I invite those bosses over to my platform, they invite their friends. Mm -hmm. So it's a win-win for everyone because not only are they introducing themselves to my audience, but I also get to um, be introduced to some of their audience. And I'm a believer that something magical happens. Something magical happens when we all work together on a collaborative effort because Mm -hmm. everybody gets to eat, right? (laughs) Everybody gets to eat. So I just feel like, I'm like, don't sleep. Don't sleep on collaboration. It's a game changer. Okay. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about people that are terrified of networking. They're afraid of networking. They just don't want to do it. You know, we all know that you have to have some sort of connections in order to be successful in business. So what would you say to people who are just 
saying, I don't want to network. I don't want to talk to anybody. What would you say to those types of people? Honestly, I would say that you have to do it scared. You have to do it. You just have to. Mm -hmm. Your biggest breakthrough oftentimes is on the other side of fear. You have to act on it. If you don't, then you never know what could come out of that networking opportunity. And doors are going to open up when you step out on faith and fully walk in your purpose. So I say go for it. And for me personally, I it wasn't until I acted on my goals and pushed through past the fear and launched my business that I began to see results. So I can honestly say that I was scared too. I get it. I completely understand you're scared. You're scared. You're scared of failure and you're scared of what people will think. You're scared of, you know, and not working, but you just have to take that step because you never know. I say, just take it one step at a time, one goal at a time. Don't try to overwhelm yourself. Don't put too much on your plate. Pace yourself. Um, I don't know who this is for, but I'm telling you right now that you have to move on that goal. You have to do it. Absolutely. Do you celebrate like as you like hit certain milestones in your goals? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I tell my um, audience this all the time. I say you need to write down your goals because if you don't write down your goals, then you how will you know if you've accomplished something? Right. And then once you accomplish it, you go back and check that goal off and celebrate. Mm. I love it. Yeah. I'm trying to get better at celebrating. I typically Mm -hmm. check off the goal and in the moment I'm like, yes. And then I just move on and then that's it. (laughs) There's no like elaborate celebrating, but I do have a celebration plan for when the podcast actually drops. And by the time this episode is out, it will be launch day. So I do have that. We got the bubbly lined up. We're going to have some sweet treats and all kinds of things. So that'll be like my first official celebration of anything that I've ever done. So love it. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So give us the inside scoop on how you nurture people in your community. So we know you talk to them like their family. Um, We know you're always having uh, conversations with them and you're always inviting them for collaborations, but you know, are there, is there anything else that is would you say, I wouldn't say proprietary to you, but something that you just don't see a lot of people doing in order to nurture their community members? Hmm. So I like to, like I said, I like for to give them the mic. So I like to let them take over sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I give them a little bit of free will, but not too much because I don't want my group to look spammy. Yeah. But um I think that's an important element. And then my approach is I'm being my unique, quirky and awkward self. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to, what you see is what you get. So I'm being very transparent. Um, Some of the ways I nurture are by showing up consistently. I send out those weekly emails. I am posting every day in the Facebook group. And when you join my group or you sign up for my emails, you're going to get those free marketing tips. You're going to get inspiration. Mm -hmm. You might get a little scripture. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I try to infuse humor and I just want to be myself. So I mix, you know, the marketing element along with a little bit of me. And yeah, so 
that's pretty much it. Being consistent, mm-hmm. connecting, being very transparent. Okay, share with us what your marketing newsletter looks like. I know some people do like roundup emails. Um, what do you do when you're sending out stuff to your email audience? So pretty much a roundup or maybe if I learn something new and I just want to share with them to give them a quick win, I'll share that type of information. But um, I even share information about me. Like if I have a win, I'll share, but not often, but sometimes I do that as well. Mm -hmm. Or um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just a roundup. Okay. And do you send that to just your group members or do you send it to your whole email list so that maybe like people who aren't in the group, they see it and then they go and join the group? Right. I send it to everyone and then I'm always pushing them to join the group from the email list. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool, cool. And so you post every day in your Facebook group. Are you scheduling the posts out? Do you have themes? How does that work? Because I know a lot of people who are like, You know, you were a social media manager, so I know it's not overwhelming for you, but I know a lot of people when they hear, oh, posting every day, they're like, okay, wait a minute. How how am I supposed to do that? You know, so break it down for us so that like people can kind of understand how you're managing that process. So scheduling is a big part of this. You have to get ahead of your content and you have to plan it out. So I do the theme days. So on Monday, Monday is our check-in day. So I'm checking in with my community just to see what they're working on, what items are they going to check off their list today. You know, I'm making sure that I'm staying engaged and I'm giving them that accountability that they don't necessarily have elsewhere. So I'm checking in and I love it. I love to hear them tell me their goals for the week. And, and then on Wednesday, we come back and you share your wins. So I like to hear, we have winning Wednesday, hashtag winning Wednesday. And I like to hear what's going on in your business. What, what wins have you, what have you accomplished? So that's always good. That's always fun. And I think it's motivating when you hear other people win or achieve something. It's just motivating to me and others. And um, let's see, I got, I think I skipped the day. So social media tip Tuesday, where I'll share, you know, it's just a little knowledge about social media, just a random fact or something that could help them give them a quick win when it comes to social media. Mm-hmm. And then um, follow Fridays. So you can drop your handle and I always encourage them to follow another boss below in the comments. And then I also let people promote. So on Saturday, it's all about promoting your business, letting us know what's happening in your business. So yeah, I think it's really important to schedule that content out because I am not sitting here posting live every single day. (laughs) I am (laughs) scheduling this content out in advance. And, you know, every now and then I will post something live, but for the most part, everything is planned in advance. Which is definitely smart when you have all of that content that needs to go out. Definitely can't be posted live. So, As a busy entrepreneur, simplifying any process that I'm involved in is a huge priority. That's why I'm absolutely in love with Kartra. It's an all-in-one marketing suite that serves as my email service provider, my CRM, landing page builder, membership host, and more. Before Kartra, I was using ClickFunnels and MailChimp and a host of other softwares. And honestly, it was so frustrating paying a monthly fee for something that doesn't even have the top tier plan with all the bells and whistles. 
Kartra replaced all of those softwares and it's cheaper than all of them combined. Do yourself a favor and get a free 14-day trial of Kartra by going to the link in my show notes. What strategies would you say that you've seen the most success with when it comes to community building and which strategies maybe weren't as successful as you would have liked them to be? So when it comes to building my community, I've seen the most success when I am super active. So that looks like me going live in my group, engaging, connecting, offering free content to show my expertise. I also love to offer a good giveaway to, you know, keep people excited. And when I made those connections and I'm building those relationships uh, by having those conversations and really getting to know the needs of my audience, I'm able to provide them with solutions through my products and services and, you know, push them to my list. Um, I think the best way to stay on top of this is, like I said, planning out your content in advance, scheduling it out so you're not stressed about what you're going to post next because you've already planned it in advance. And then I would say not showing up consistently (laughs) is where I don't see results. (laughs) When you ghost your community, you get no results. (laughs) Right. You can't just leave. You can't leave the people hanging. (laughs) Oh, because they notice. They definitely notice when you're gone. So Exactly. (laughs) It's like a relationship. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So, Tell us a little bit about how you get people from your Facebook group to your membership, because you have a membership where you give marketing content, um, exclusive marketing content, and it's been growing over the past year. And that's been, you know, a big part of your Facebook group success. So share with us a little bit about how do you funnel people from the community to the membership? Connection. So connection is the big thing. It's all about making those genuine connections with your dream customer. I'm a firm believer in asking your audience what they want before you make your product. So I'll drop a poll or a quick survey just to get feedback and to see what issues are they having. And then I like to shape my offer around those issues. So that's basically how I built my membership. So my, I see my biggest spike in my membership or the enrollment when I go live. So when I'm hosting challenges, I usually typically host like a five-day challenge. During the challenge, I'm able to talk to my audience. I answer questions live. I'm troubleshooting issues. I share so much knowledge to these people mm-hmm. <laughs> that, you know, they're able to get a quick win from it. So I focus solely on providing content that creates a transformation to the listener. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that because <laughs> a lot, I feel like a lot of the content you see out there is really, a lot of it is just fluff. Right. And I'll be honest, I'm guilty of that as well. Um, last year when I hired my VA, Uh, a big part of her job was to get me consistent on Instagram. That was the biggest Mm -hmm. thing. Like I wasn't like fully focused on making sure that somebody got a result from it because I just wanted to be consistent Mm -hmm. and we were able to do that. And then we switched up our strategy this year 
And so we're going to be posting a little bit differently, but that was kind of like the, the goal that we wanted to put in place for the content. It needs to be more impactful and something that people can actually use. You can doom scroll on Instagram for hours and Facebook for hours and not really get any real value, you know, but if you're able to kind of mm-hmm. create that piece of content that really stands out, people remember that. Absolutely. So I love that you said it like that though. Cause I, I don't think I've even ever thought of it like that. Like there needs mm-hmm. to be some sort of transformation for this. So I love that. Now, yeah. speaking of social media, I, uh, well, obviously we follow each other on Instagram and I've noticed that your, a lot of your Instagram posts, and this is not in a bad way, but you are very strategic about pushing people to your group Mm -hmm. through your stories and through your posts and even in your reels. So share with us a little bit about your strategy there. How are you using um, your Instagram account and then also your, just your personal Facebook account to get people into your group? The main thing right now is stories, and I'm actually tapping into reels. Lord, at first I was like, no, I'm not dancing. I am not jigging for these people, okay? Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I can't jig. I can't do it. (laughs) Right. But I'm getting comfortable with the reels, so um, that's going to be a part of my strategy to push people to my Facebook group in the membership with the Reels. Um, I do believe that cross-promotion is very important, and I teach it a lot in some of my membership courses. I think that it's just because you don't know. Some of your Instagram followers are not on Facebook or they're not in your Facebook group. They're on Facebook, but they're not following you. But just let the people know where you are. So I do it on LinkedIn as well as Twitter. Every um, social media outlet, I'm pushing them to my group. So the group is like the main point where I'm pushing my traffic. Yeah. So I want to reiterate that for people who didn't get that. What Imari is basically saying is if you want to reach a goal and you know you need a certain element to do it, then all of your every every call to action needs to be for that one thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So Imari, you're very intentional about doing that. And I had to learn, even though, you know, we've worked together in the marketing space for a while, but, you know, I think we get so excited with having, you know, with being able to say, no, I have this and then I have this and then I also have this, but it's, what's the main thing? What is the main thing that's going to get people to your offers or the main thing that's going to actually help people? Because if you can't help people with some of your free stuff, they're not going to be willing to pay. So, yeah, I love that you focus on that. And I just wanted to kind of restate that for anybody who kind of missed that point, because that's like actually a super important point that you don't want to shy away from. You want to make sure that you're pushing everybody to that one thing that is is basically going to be able to pay your bills at the end of the day. You want to serve people as well. Of course, you know, that's also the main point. But you also got to be able to pay your bills if you're in business. So huge, huge, huge deal there. Mm -hmm. So. Let's talk a little bit about your recent launch. So you were able to have a four-figure launch just on organic marketing alone. Give us your strategy. Give us like a little rundown as to how that worked for you. What were you doing? How did you pull it off? Yes. So I launched my first business planner. Um, I launched in November of 2021. It grossed four figures within a couple of weeks. 
with only organic marketing, like mm-hmm. she said, um, a huge element of this lunch was community. So prior to launching my planner, I spent a couple of years building a solid community around my brand of people who would be interested in the things that I'm selling, like my planner. So I like to call my my people, my my community, my boss tribe. So we're going to call them my boss tribe. So they consist of people who basically would need a business planner because everyone in my community is either starting a business or they have a business. So prior to the lunch, I created um, a project plan. This plan broke down every detail of the lunch from the social media content to the email marketing, even the graphics that I used to promote. Um, a part of the plan was building hype before I launched the planner. Mm-hmm. So how can I build hype if I don't have people to build the hype too? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> I had a big countdown and I let my audience know that I was dropping this huge announcement within the next week or so. And in order to hear the big announcement, they had to attend my virtual party. So I let them know that I was going to be having a party and to give them an incentive to come, I let them know that I'll be dropping some major giveaways Mm -hmm. and that I would share an exclusive offer with them. So I had a really good turnout at the party. I made my big reveal and then I opened my pre-sale for the planner. I think the pre-sale lasted for maybe about two weeks. And then um, on top of just the planner, I offered free shipping to anyone who purchased during the pre-sale. I offered the official Boss Branding pin, a signed copy of the planner, some motivational stickers. On top of that, I had a free planning masterclass for those who made a purchase that night. Mm -hmm. So my thing with this launch was stacking value on top of my offer, making it so irresistible that people had no choice but to purchase it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I have to say this, I'm sitting here listening to you and like, so we talk like every day, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you, it's just now really hitting me. Like I've always been so amazed with everything you're doing, but you're like, you're like a silent threat. Like you're so quiet and calm, but everything you just laid out is super meticulous and well thought out and well planned. And also most importantly, well executed. That's the part that people miss the mark on most times is the execution is not as great. Right. So I think, wow. It's funny that you said that um, because my mom, she actually calls me the quiet storm. Are you serious? (laughs) She does. Like you are, I mean, because that was like a, like you do a lot of organic, right? But if Mm -hmm. you add on paid, like consistent paid, which I mean, Sierra Meta Elevate, like right. I was one of the winners of Sierra's grant for those of you listening on Facebook. Yes. So if you add on like consistent paid, like that is just going to blow up because everything you just said is like what, what makes up an amazing offer. Like you said, what makes up an amazing launch, everything mm-hmm. you just said, building up the hype, 
incentivizing them to actually show up. Because we all know you can invite somebody to something, especially at Facebook Live. Don't let it be something virtual. You can invite them, but that does not mean that they're going to show up. And if they do, are they really going to be engaged at the time? They're probably going to be multitasking with their kids or cooking dinner or whatever. But the fact that you can get people to show up, take advantage of your offer, you have those that scarcity in there. You said you had a free planning class for anybody who purchased that night. All of mm-hmm. that stuff is is elements of an amazing launch. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, we talk every day, but I don't think I ever re- we ever really talked about like the details details as far as like your launch goes. So, I mean, that all sounds really, really meticulous, well thought out, and just a good launch overall. So. I mean, no wonder you were able to make your four-figure launch with organic traffic. You know what I mean? Yes, thank you. Yeah, of course. You're welcome. Um, Okay, so we're about to wrap up, Imari, but I would like for you to just kind of give like a last minute, like a word of encouragement for people who are maybe just starting their businesses or maybe even those that are like feeling stuck. You talked earlier about just doing things scared and, you know, like I just said, you said your mom calls you the quiet storm. I called you a silent threat and not threat in a bad way. Cause threat sounds like, you know, like mad intimidating or something, but like, you know what I mean? Like you just come in like a ninja and you just handle business. So give people a little bit of encouragement as to how they can get started with their businesses and how they can just keep going even when they're feeling stuck. Okay. So I think I'll piggyback off of what I said earlier making a list, writing out your goals. That's the whole purpose I created the planner was for people to have a space to plan out their business for the entire year, month by month, quarter by quarter, week by week, day by day. And it's all about taking it day by day and not overwhelming yourself. But when you create those plans in advance, you have a roadmap. You can go back and look and see what you need to do. If you create that plan at the beginning of the year, you've planned out everything that I told you to do in that planner, (laughs) then you should have something to do every single day. You Mm -hmm. should have something to do. You should have something to look back on and do. And then you need to check that thing off after you accomplish it and celebrate those wins, big or small, even if it's as small as creating your social media account or Um, starting your email list. These are things to celebrate. Awesome. I love it. So Imari, tell us where we can get the planner and then also share with us where we can find you online. Okay. So you can get the planner at bossbrandingonabudget.com forward slash planner. And you can follow me at Boss Branding on a Budget pretty much everywhere. I'm LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, even though I don't post on YouTube yet, but it's coming, surely, but <laughs> slowly but surely. Imari, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. Definitely appreciate it. We're going to put all of those links in the show notes. So for anybody listening, you could just head on over to the description and then also to the link and we'll have the show notes there for you. But thank you so much for coming on and sharing your strategies with us. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time.